Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast, a podcast that focuses on marketing tips, trends, and techniques for marketers and advertisers by industry experts, influencers, and insiders. Follow along with us on social media at handle AdSemble. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E. Also, join our Ad Hero community on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Ad Hero. All right, welcome to another episode of Ad Hero. I'm your host, one of them, Arish Rivers. This is Gino Giovanni. And Matthew Olivieri. All right, on, and we got a special guest here today. Say what's up, Sergio. What up? Oh, Uh-oh. I gotta say what up. Uh-oh. That's, Uh-oh. That's just my is, my is this what they call one of those cross... Cross promotions. Promotions or those, you know, when they have the superheroes on the different movies, cross, cross yes. movies. Love it, dude. The crossovers, right? Crossovers. Crossovers, yeah, yeah, it, because I like that. The what up, man. It's like I saw Batman's now teaming up with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, God, yes, that's right. right. I saw that. That's right. <laughs> I didn't know Ninja Turtles were part of the DC universe. Dude, you know what? I, I'm not going to lie. I looked at that and I was, like, scanning through ch- uh, channels for my kid and just movies to look at. I'm kind of interested. Hey, yeah, even I the know, Power right? Rangers have hooked up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I, got a, <laughs> I got a quick question. Are we live streaming again by chance? Yes, we are. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right wow. here on YouTube. YouTube, and it was the Ad Symbol YouTube channel. That's where people can find this uh, live stream at. Yep, love and, it. You, you know could... what I love about YouTube is that it's more evergreen. It lasts longer. If you push, If you put a... Uh, let's say your podcast episode out on Facebook or on Instagram, it's going to do good in the beginning, but then it loses its luster. Yeah. YouTube yeah. lasts forever. It's great. <laughs> it only grows over time. That's so, right. You go look at a video that was posted great, seven yeah. years ago. It's still getting hits, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. right. <laughs> Charlie, you bit my finger. <laughs> so we have an introduction. Yes. Yes. We're going to, uh, we're going to tell our listening audience here, uh, who this fine gentleman is, who's, our first ever guest on the Ad Hero podcast. Wow. Uh, but before we get into that, I do, I do want to ask you guys, because we kind of rushed through this a little bit at the end of the last podcast. We kind of flew through something that I, I wanted to give just because we have more time. Mm-hmm. Just a quick recap. At the tail end of last week's episode, we made reference to San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to talk about Marvel and the MC Universe Absolutely. here on the podcast. A little fun little side thing, right? We talked about the fact that they announced at Comic-Con that Disney is going to have the Disney Plus forthcoming in November, and it's going to be probably like eight or nine, nine, uh, four ninety nine or eight ninety nine a month. Nine. Thank you, Gino. Take the seven. And apparently all the Marvel movies that come out after the release of that Disney Plus channel, there's going to be series of shows that are exclusively on Disney Plus that you, if you want to understand what's happening in the feature film, you have to go back and watch or stay up to date with the show like one example would be the new loki show that they're gonna have so there's gonna be a show about loki on disney plus and in a forthcoming thor movie loki might reappear somehow but you won't know why he's there unless you watched all 10 episodes on disney plus which you can only see on disney plus so again i asked the question and since sergio's here let him jump in if if he's a fan of uh, marvel universe Okay, what you know? What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's a good strategy, and will you be subscribing? First, first of all, I really want because I'm going to chime in on this real quick. Uh, I love it. 
I, I plan to watch that more than I watch Netflix. There's a lot of great oh, content on there. Yeah. Marvel, and National Geographic, Star Wars. Now we all now the, the up to date version of it is and, and some people were, were kind of mad about this, but we have found out as of yesterday that in the beginning, breaking the, news, the Mandalorian yeah. will, will be on there yeah. uh, representing Star Wars. So that's going to be a huge hit for a lot of Star Wars fans. And then for uh, Marvel, I believe it's going to be the starting of hmm. it's either the Falcon and Winter Soldier show or the, uh, there's another one. I, 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 I kind of name kind of escapes my mind. But what the point is of that info is that not all the content is going to be on the the app right away so it's going to take a while for all the content to get loaded up i appreciate that okay okay so question i have is that i'm a huge i love all the marvel universe right yeah netflix did a really good job with Luke Cage. They and, totally did. Uh, yeah. Daredevil, yeah. right? Defenders. Right. So, and Defenders. what were big part of those shows? <laughs> okay. So I loved it. I thought big it was great. part of the shows was they were rated R. Is it Disney Plus? Well, be they didn't exactly oh. have a rating. They weren't exactly rated R. Well, you know what? If we can, like, kind of put it in a scope, people understand. They were pretty gr- they were gruesome. Like, let's say get back to video games, for example. Like, you know, we were playing uh, N64, Sega Genesis, yeah. whatever. Right. And everything was kind of coming out cross-platform. Right. And then we had uh, the Wii come out. And when Nintendo did Wii, they were just like, hey, our games are strictly like everyone to maybe teen eventually when they, oh, when I they got, redid Resident Evil. I got, I, got, I, I got a video game title that will even trump that. What was that? When Mortal Kombat came out. Oh, yeah. When Mortal Kombat came out, there was a real big divide. Yeah. Where, uh, the Sega Genesis version had all the blood. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the Nintendo version had no blood. <laughs> no blood, yeah. No fatalities, right. no blood, anything. Yeah. So, and there was such a massive fan backlash from Nintendo <laughs> fans going, we want the version want the with blood. the gore. Give us the yeah. blood. <laughs> that they event- Nintendo eventually caved and, yeah. and delivered on that. But to your point... Right? Yeah, that, that's that's uh, an interesting divide where fans are going to be. Like, I like the rated R content. I like the... Oh, they already or, are. You, you got to give they it to them. Or Disney sticking to their guns saying, no, we're going to tone it down on some of these shows. Well, in the last, in the last few days, the these... You know, I don't think... Well, I don't think we're going to categorize ourselves as YouTubers, but a lot of YouTubers that I follow have been putting it out saying that, uh, oh, they're going to cancel all the defenders and the and the punisher and they're going wow. to uh, reboot the characters because there's a there's a there's a there's in the contract uh marvel studios cannot touch or do anything with those characters mm. for two years after their initial run Interesting. so daredevil it's already been a year so they got like a little less than a year to, that that they can catch up and do something with that character. So apparently the rumor is, but it's all rumor. It's all rumor. No one, knows. No always, no one really knows. Only the mouse so, knows. But yeah, right. people are putting out saying, oh, this is going to reboot the character. It's like, really? Because there's a lot of fans that like Charlie Cox and that want to see him portray Matt Murdock still and, and, and Vincent, what it, Vincent didn't. Oh, don't ask know? me if that guy's name is. Um, <laughs> doing Kingpin. his name. It's just like, this guy's great. Why well, would you, you know want to redo he, the character? Here's where I feel about it. Uh, we're all, we're going to be up in arms about it at some point. Oh, there's already a some, petition. All right, see, some people got pitchforks and, and, and torches. Yeah. Okay, so guys, I have an update here. Disney oh, will oh. carefully brand R-rated films so we're not in any way confusing the consumer. Well, they will do that with Hulu, apparently. Because now Disney owns Oh, all of speaking Hulu. of Hulu, okay, so 
You guys are excited about Disney Plus. I'm excited for this new Wu Tang series. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, take that from September. Bro. Wow. I'm, That's right. And wow. and Hulu is actually one of our uh, customers at NetBase, and I got to interview one of the uh, social media analysts at nice. Hulu. Oh, yeah. She told me about this Wu Tang series months ago, and I, I was I didn't know about it, and then. So I kind of researched it. So I've been waiting. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. You yeah. know, actually, uh, so besides my thought about the house of mouse being like in, like an evil castle with a smile, um, <laughs> yeah, pivoting a little bit, Sergio, can sure. you actually tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right. I, mean, I, I, I was gonna do an intro here. Sorry, we gotta get my camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say what's up. Okay. What up? What up? So, thank you guys. I just I wanted to kick things off because I felt like we got cut short on the whole Disney Plus thing. But I think the consensus is Disney Plus gonna be a good thing. We'll look forward to that. Right now, on. back to the man of the hour here. <laughs> So our special guest, very, very excited to have him on board, Sergio Oliveri. He is a, what's your official title at NetBase? I'm a digital marketing manager. You could just say that. That's you, fine. But he does a little. Social media mostly he, focused on social He does a little bit of everything. And what's unique about Sergio is he also is very, very active in here in the Silicon Valley. And he has a uh, very popular podcast called the What Up Silicon Valley podcast. Um, which I actually had the fortune and the honor of being his first guest <laughs> on that podcast. Love so it. kind of a cool circle of life thing here, right? Lion King circle of life. <laughs> he is now the first guest on our podcast, the Ad Hero. Kuna Matata. Kuna Matata. <laughs> now, on the What Up Silicon Valley podcast, they are about to have a major milestone. Sergio, can you tell the live stream audience and the listening audience, what is the major milestone on the What Up Silicon Valley podcast? Absolutely, thanks for that great introduction. And Matthew, I remember that when you were sitting with me, it was in San Francisco, we were, we were at the Tech Crunch, the Tech Awards. Yeah, the Crunchies. The Crunchies. The now, the now defunct Crunchies. Right, no oh, more, wow. but we had a lot, we had a blast. Yeah, so Matthew, two-time guest actually. Yes. So, um, but yeah, that was, so long ago but that was podcast like number four but it was our first guest ever fast forward our big announcement is we just released our 100th podcast Whoa, so, it up. Yeah, Woo! I, didn't, I didn't think we'd go that yeah like we we made it we're ready to do 100 more and by the way thank you for these shirts i absolutely yeah, yeah. so yeah. my my co-host the show is called it's it's the what up silicon valley network it started off it's a little confusing because there's several different shows within the What Up Silicon Valley network. Oh, okay. The shirts I brought for you today is our series called Eat Up Silicon Valley, and it's all it's a it's actually a, a YouTube series, and um, I brought you guys pocket tees, courtesy of Swagworks. Swag Sam, my co-host, he does swag. Create. He puts logos on things for a living. Nice. But um, if you look at the sounds pocket, like someone we need to have on a future show. You do. Yeah. <laughs> swag master. Right, so, but. Look at the shirt. For those, you can't, you can't no, the, see it, obviously. The live stream audience can the see it. The live stream, so go to the live stream. Or I can describe it. It's just a pocket tee, which is really cool. Kind of hip, right? That's what's in style. But what's coming out of the pocket is orange sauce and a taco. <laughs> so San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. You can't get more or San Jose than orange sauce, sauce right? Well, Dude, and people have been so, shot over that orange Lavic, sauce. There's, so anyone who's listening on the East Coast, anyone who's listening from the Midwest, Texas, wherever you're at, here in Silicon Valley, there's a very famous taco place called La Victoria, and they have a very famous orange sauce that literally people have fought over if it's like late at night and you're there and you're coming from the bars and yeah. it's the last 
bottle of orange sauce on the table yes. for your tacos. They chain it to the there table. has been known point. to be some brawls breaking out where they have to have security and cops and everything else to guard the orange sauce. Orange sauce. That's like our, Chicago's deep dish. New York's got New York style pizza. San Jose has yeah, orange so sauce. San Jose's sauce. got orange and, sauce. And, and that's, I, that's great that we have these local favorites of these local things because being in Silicon Valley is mainly corporate oil. Overlords, right. you know. Right. In right. this right. case, it's hey, we have some. And so the whole point, the whole niche of Eat Up Silicon Valley, the food show, is we focus on the South Bay. We'll go to Santa Cruz sometimes. We'll I go to San, San Francisco. Francisco, Costa Rica. But but yeah. the, the main eighty percent of it, we did San Jose, Costa Rica too. It's funny you say that. Oh, sister but eighty percent of our content is San Jose or South Bay. It could be Sunnyvale. It could be Menlo, even Menlo Park to like Gilroy. That's kind of our boundary for the South Bay. Okay, so for the listeners, where can they catch the What Up Silicon Valley podcast? So the podcast is just go to whatupsv, as in siliconvalley.com, and you'll find all of our shows there. You'll find Eat Up Silicon Valley, what I just talked about. That's going to be my next question. And then um, people watch the food show. And then the Sam and Surge show, which is the show I'm part of, the the one we just released our 100th episode. Um, it's we Our podcast 100 is a special episode. Uh, we created the top 10 moments from our 100 episodes so there's a lot of cool moments my I, did i make the top 10 uh, dude you're honorable mention <laughs> oh, we just had I'll so many i'll take dude, it okay so not, we had yeah. if for those of you who don't are not in san jose we had my favorite guest which was crazy george he's just, he's just a fanatic cheerleader i mean he, he bangs the drum the wave. he invented the wave in 1968 oakland a's versus new york yankees game he um so and he's still he's like in his seventies and he's still banging his drum. Just saw him a few weeks ago. Yeah. He's always so at the San Jose Earthquakes about- I have a question about him then. So I mean, because I, I I came to San Jose kind of late in the game comparatively to you guys. Yeah. So it's crazy, George. I, I would you say everything about him is kind of like his brand. I mean, does he have the same looking drum all the yeah. time? He's always the same. And he's of... got the socks with the jean shorts. Stuff. Right. That's hey. a pain. He's like, oh, and his man. voice is really raspy. You should go listen to that because mo- I ask him. I'm like, is that your real voice? Because he talks like this. He's crazy, George. That's how he talks, right? And it's just who he is. It's not an act. It's just, I, I asked if he brought the drum with him to Safeway. Or like, well, <laughs> guys, let me just for the sake of time here, because we we want to get to some yes. real good information here about Netbase, right? Yeah, the company that Sergio works at full-time that helps support all these other activities that he's a part of right <laughs> now how this guy finds time in a day to do anything is insane because he's like all over the place but netbase really super cool company so the last several episodes as you guys know listening audience knows we've been starting to dive into different advertising things that are out there last week we went through direct mail mm-hmm. we talked about influencer marketing so far you know a lot of different things but let me ask a question here do you guys know, it's kind of a rhetorical question, right? Because you're not actually talking about it. Do you know what the what your brand's help is, right? This is an interesting question. Mm. You're spending money on these different avenues, maybe pay-per-click, Facebook ads, influencer marketing, direct mail, maybe a billboard through open display. But what is people's sentiment? What are What's the community's feeling about your brand, right? Mm. What are people thinking? Well, Sergio works at a company that can tell you that. So without further ado, Sergio, could you kind of dive in to how NetBase does this and how does it all work? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for, that's a good intro. That's, that's awesome. You did a two good job. Two. two for two. <laughs> there it is. And I, I love it. You could be our uh, spokesperson, right? <laughs> so NetBase is, it's, it's social media analytics. Goes beyond social too. It's not just social media, but people are talking about everything on social media. That's where most of the traffic comes from. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
Reddit, right? Subreddit feeds. Oh, yeah. Um, so on social media, there's a lot of, of chatter. And where we come in is we get all that data, all these posts mentioned, and we put them, we have a, an algorithm, you could say. It measures, it breaks down a post, mm-hmm. right? So if somebody posts something about a new iPhone that they hate Samsung, they love their new iPhone, and it's in the same sentence, we could understand the negative sentiment was towards Samsung, the positive sentiment was towards the iPhone. So therefore, if you're doing a competitive wow. analysis, right? If you're, com- if you have, if you're a phone company and you're, or you're a hardware company and you're looking at all your competitors, you could stack them up side by side on a dashboard. You could see who has the most negative, positive sentiment. You could see who are some of the detractors, people who are like talking really bad about your company. And you can put them in a bucket. Disappear them in the middle of the night. You can get those negative people, put them in a bucket, and then understand what their affinities are. What do they like? Do they like Kanye? Do they like? And then you can kind of market to them in a, in a new way. So really it's social, social media analytics called social listening, you could say. I love it's like that putting term. a headphone on and listening to your audience on social media, but we we have dashboards. There's a there's a whole diff, there's a whole bunch of use cases. Right? Er- Erish wants to jump in. With yeah, the that was here. actually. What and you, and got, man? you mentioned you the headphones. I'm picturing like a guy in a U boat just listening carefully to a bunch yeah, of, right. like some guy on Twitter <laughs> talking about you know George Romero. Um, but you know what? I, I what really strikes me there is the X factor because that you know I've seen different things that say oh you know uh, get an alert anytime this is mentioned. But it sounds like you guys actually have the ability to dive deeper. I mean, to that point where it's intuitive enough to say, all right, this guy is speaking positively about you. Whereas, you know, his friend in the basement uh, is talking mess about you guys. Right. And I think that in itself is huge because mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, most people, if you don't think about it, it's like, oh, okay, this guy doesn't like me. Okay, I'm just not going to market to him. I see that as an opportunity to. Look at the guy who doesn't like you. Mm. Capture that guy. See how you can pivot, right? And then or turn him into a dollar. Or ignore him. Some people might just ignore him and, and focus on the people who do like you and really dig into that audience and understand what they're – if you're if you're Coca-Cola, you want to you want to look at who's who are some of the your target, your top tier audience members. Curious. Did you guys happen to see um, for like a really short time somebody had hijacked the Coca-Cola Twitter? And uh, I wasn't sure if it was on purpose or not, mm. but you just had somebody for like a good thirty minutes just rifling off a bunch of kind of um, negative reinforcement oh, stuff wow. about Coke. It was like, "You give Coke to your kids!" An exclamation mark! Wow. Like, and I was like, "Is somebody? Am I being trolled? Like level nine thousand over here? Like what's wow. happening?" Well, you but saw these tweets. I saw these happening. Yeah, I was like, "Who is who is in control of That's Coke?" Fascinating. It's like it's like KFC's marketing got out and busted into the Coca Cola factory and got a hold of a computer. No, yeah. so. <laughs> can people use crisis? Can, can brands use NetBase to get ideas for future marketing campaigns? Absolutely. So um, ideation is one part of the. There's there's twelve use cases you could say, right? There's that's one of them is understanding what kind of ideas are out there. For instance, um, Taco Bell, right? They're one of our customers. Years ago, they were looking on social media. They they found what you could do is you could create a word cloud of different. Any type of brands that are mentioned within your brand, you're going to see like, okay, Doritos is mentioned along with Taco Bell. So Taco Bell did this. They created a word cloud with other brands being mentioned, and they noticed Doritos kept coming up. It led to them creating that Doritos Locos Tacos, right? So so having an understanding what the social audience is saying really creates innovation too. That's one use case. You also mentioned crisis management. 
That's another big use case. I think Build-A-Bear, we just did a um, how-to guide recently on netbase.com. And in the how-to guide, there's, there's how to manage crisis moments. Huh. Oh. And uh, Build-A-Bear, they did a huge campaign about like you pay your age for a bear. Oh yeah, I remember Something that. Like, and it blew yeah. up and it, it they, they were closely monitoring it and understanding, okay, they, they went on the Today Show, but they were using NetBase or any, they were using analytics to understand how do they respond? Do they even need to respond? If it spikes and then it goes back down, back to normal, Guess what? You don't really need to do much. You just, 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 for the, just for the listeners who don't know, the Build-A-Bear, what, what was the story behind the Build-A-Bear? Was it something negative? People didn't like it? The was bad. It, they, their yeah. stores got over... They, they couldn't handle the, the fan. It was complete chaos. Imagine Christmas shopping in an entire mall, okay. but centralized to one store. Wow. It was like that. Yeah. Okay. It was... It was yeah. It was pretty it was really it was bad. Pay so your people, age for any furry friend in the store was the campaign. Right, so if you're sick, you're getting six bucks for your little, and it, it yeah. just overwhelmed them. And it, it people were talking like, yeah. bad online, nationally, about that experience. social media was. Good. They did have to end up this on entire TV. time. They didn't go on the Today yeah. Show. This entire time, I thought you were a builder. Oh, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you were MCU reference for me? I missed it, and the joke's over my head. I'm sorry. Over I'm my sorry. head. Over my head on just, that one. Let me, ask, let me ask Gino a different question here. Uh, uh, you know, you you've been working lately with a lot of different customers and a lot of different scopes. Uh, most recently, you know, uh, automobile, uh, different things like that. Uh, industry. What you know are? Do you see an application for this being helpful for smaller brands too? Oh yeah, like local car dealerships, things like that. Absolutely. And Absolutely. And, and what? Yeah. What would that? You know, what question would you have for Sergio about that? Okay, well, I guess what would be like the buzzwords is kind of coming to mind. Yeah. Uh, because earlier I was thinking like, well, what kind of words are they putting in this cloud here that, that you speak of? Mm. Um, are there curse words? Mm -hmm. Are there <laughs> phrases? So like where yes. would, where, where so, would yeah, like a small brand like get started? To right. do social listening is that kind of what I'm hearing from yeah, you? Yeah, that too. Where would they yeah. get? Where would you say like? Is because it, it's easy for everyone to kind of conceive Coca-Cola, right? With the size of the conversations that are taking place for Build-A-Bear, but if I'm a local business in New Jersey and I sell futons, right? I, I asked you. Yeah, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. For it, sure. Like, how would I start my? And I'm making some investments in pay-per-click and some other things online, some different advertising mm -hmm. avenues. How would I begin? to assess what people think of my brand in my own local neighborhood. So if I'm the futon shop and I'm going into this, I'm a, it's small, it's like a small business, right? But um, if I'm a futon shop and I wanna get a better understanding on who are some of the influencers, right? Because everybody could use an influencer. You guys talked about influencers mm. on your last podcast. Oh, thanks for listening. So if you wanted to create a, instead of a brand topic, if you're not Taco Bell or KFC, you're not, you don't need to create a KFC topic, right? That, that's that makes sense for them. They're a big brand. People are talking about them. If you're a smaller brand, like with the What Up Silicon Valley, right? For instance, you're you're not going to use that as a topic in in the platform. You're not going to put in because no one's not as many people are talking about that as compared to KFC. So what I would do is I would create a categorical topic. So um, futon shop, right? You're going to create a furniture topic. You're going to see what is trending with furnitures. Who are influencers talking like who are the furniture influencers because there's probably one out there there's probably there's like be. joe who's cutting a chainsaw cutting mm. a sofa in half and he's like this big influencer <laughs> who knows right you, you're gonna find you're gonna find out through this word cloud or through 
just um, a popular, we have different widgets, right? There's a whole bunch of different widgets. But um, if, you, if you're if you creating this uh, categorical topic on furniture, all of a sudden now I know who who's getting the most engagement. It's, it's not necessarily like they have the most followers. You wanna see who's really getting the most engagement. That's what really separates influencers. That's where you get your money's worth. So it is like yeah, a word good bank, point. In a way. Yeah, yeah. You can do it as a word cloud. That's one option, or you could just list it normally and who's getting the most volume. Mm-hmm. But you can sort it by engagement. You can sort it by what's the most recent post. You could go 51 months back. If you wanted to go look at what the first X-Men did in the box office and what people were saying, uh, we have a lot of film studios and ad agencies who work with um, uh, re- movie releases. I think it was the new Tom Cruise movie, Mission Impossible. Uh, one of our, we have a lot of clients in Hollywood, and they use social listening to understand what the trends, what the sentiment was for Tom Cruise's new girl. Like, was because she, she was, a, and they found out she was way too young for him. So they sometimes they'll alter them or make changes to that script based to, on that. To be clear, we're speaking about the girl in the movie, not Katie Holmes. Right. I don't know who it was. <laughs> and so, yeah. and so are these like hashtags as well? Hashtags or key terms or brands or items like things like it could be water bottle. Remember Game of Thrones, the water bottle, the Starbucks cup? Like that. Oh, means, yeah. Things that are people are talking about. So, and it could be sometimes out of your control, right? So Game of Thrones, the Starbucks cup being in the background was kind of out of, I mean, it was out of the control. It was done. They made changes. They actually took that scene out. But people were talking about that. my DVR. Yeah, right? (laughs) But people talk about that stuff. But I do have a question about that. So in in the signals that you will be listening for, I know there's going to be a level of like an intuitive thought in the algorithm, but is there – what comes first? Does does the algorithm kind of start populating for a business? Say say if I'm in Chicago and I run a bunch of marathons, for example, or I have a series of marathons, um, do I come to NetBase and basically say this is who I am, this is – my business and does the algorithm start to populate those types of things or do you guys kind of have a manual control or as a user do I kind of have to you know think about so you do have control if you were to create a uh, running topic you would then add filters like you want to look at people who have 1,000 followers or more you could look at you could break it down by saying they're male female so that cuts out all the business profile pages right oh, so yeah. wow. you're looking out now you're starting to get in and then you can also add things like you could exclude terms like profanity or you can exclude terms wow. like now hiring right because you don't care about that data you you have to it's it's kind of like scrubbing and chipping away at your data and cleaning it up then the beauty is that you can save that analysis so you don't have to go back and do that every time wow. So what, so, is that, what does that kind of look like? So, for example, when you come into work, and I'm curious, what is it when you turn on your computer mm-hmm. and you have all this information in front of you, what does that kind of look like for you booting up in the start of your day and the information being digested and, and spit out into this understandably? Yeah, no, absolutely. The beauty is that we have an alert system. So I've, what I do is I plug in, I create this sick topic, right? I have, like, all the keywords. It's everything I needed, right? Like all, everything's done. Then what I do is anytime there's a, the net base is mentioned, I get an instant alert in the morning. So I wake up, I have, do I need to retweet this guy or do I need to engage with this person? Cause they're mentioning me. So that's my own brand health. That's on my own. And you could also do like, we didn't talk about competitive analysis, but um, you can look at, and it's sometimes, I mean, with Twitter, it's in real time. So you can get information right away. And like, you can, you can see if I'm going up against, we have competitors, I won't name them, but if we're looking at, <laughs> if 
four competitors and we're putting them side by side by side. Sure, com- company C might be getting more volume, but their sentiment is way lower. That's mm. I'd rather have high sentiment. That's for me more important. So if I can kind of, because we just got but a few minutes left here, if I can kind of bring this full circle here and just ask the question from your experience working at this company and, and doing social listening now for what, the last two years? Three years. I started off as a inside sales. I was making cold calls, and then I got into account management. Now I'm in the marketing team. Fantastic. Would you say that this is almost a quintessential for business, big or small? Like you need to start listening to what people think about you and what people are saying about you. Yes, definitely. Uh huh. And and if you're not every major enterprise company was going to have a dedicated analyst, right? Social media, digital marketing manager, whatever it is, they that's essential. Absolutely. Uh, SMB too, if you're like Dollar Shave Club or if you're not like a Coke, but like a medium sized brand, you should definitely have social listening as well. The mom and pop shops, there's NetBase might not be for them. It's probably, there's other free tools out there. You're not going to get as granular, but you're probably not going to want an enterprise tool or SMB tool like NetBase. Um, but the beauty, the beautiful thing about NetBase is we're now in, in, incorporated. We've always had, an, uh, in, Artificial intelligence, mm. AI. AI. All right. But now um, we're, we've just developed a new item, a new product, a new service called AI Studio. Comes with the platform, and what that does is, you're gonna. Sometimes you don't know what to look for. You're an analyst. You're new, or you're you're not as kind experienced. Of the point. Right, you're you, gonna save start? time. Yeah, you're search. gonna save time. So all of a sudden, I'm searching for burgers, and I'm now I'm getting these little clusters of bubbles, and and I'm discovering themes that are associated with burgers. And all of a sudden, I have a, a whole bunch of little bubbles inside this one area, and it's all Impossible Burger, whatever those are called, right? right. Yeah, yeah. You can beyond, see like Beyond, beyond meats. meats. You can see the different topics that are within there. Mm-hmm. Those themes are now – you would have never thought about those before, but now with AI, it just comes up automatically and oh, wow. saves you a bunch of time too. It's great. It's a great feature that we're just rolling out. So, so where can people listening right now, watching this on live stream – if they want to get in touch, if they want to try this out, get some more information, where can they find you? Just follow us on uh, NetBase on social media. So at NetBase, uh, just we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn is great. We put a lot of content on LinkedIn. And we even have a YouTube page. Just, just search NetBase Solutions at NetBase and uh, go to NetBase.com and go to resources. We have a ton of testimonial videos. Our competitors got like maybe 20 videos, 10 videos. We have over 140 videos. We have tons wow. of content. That's some good social proof right there. Right. Yeah. So so just get on and, and learn about it. It's it's a good skill set to have. Guys, final thoughts to close this out. Gino. Real quick, uh, AdSymbol has been partnering up with Startup Battle, which uh, last week they had uh, a battle up in San Francisco, and Nano was the first on-demand childcare app that won. So th- tonight is their second one in Mountain View. Nice. And they can mm. go to startup.network for more information. Thank you, sir. Erish. An on-demand childcare app. I, I'm Okay, anyways. Sorry, I got questions about that. But, yeah, Sergio, thank you for that one. I, I, I firmly believe you can't stop Skynet. Right, AI is going to be the future, man. And I, I, for one, am super intrigued about everything NetBase does. Um, I had a quick question for you before I kind of sign off on this one. Uh, Being like a user, I know I can go in and do all this kind of stuff. Does NetBase have any kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, like an agency capacity, say like I'm a small business, small and medium business, and I want this, but I just don't have the time or the, the... the head for it 
can I just throw money at you guys and you guys kind of solve the problem? Yeah, we have professional services. They're they're awesome. They can we've they're these guys are what really are doing like young brands. All of our big clients, they all have professional services. All so, right, yeah. have that. Most of our customers are either ad agencies or big brands. And uh, we do an event called NetBase Live. It's coming in uh, New York and LA. It's going to be in New York in November and uh, October. It'll be in LA. Real quick, one last little story. I went to NetBase Live two years ago. I heard um, Dick Clark Productions, mm. right? They do the gold, I think it's the Golden Globes. And they, ha they in real time, they have a war room. They altered the outcome of the show. They, they based on our analytics, they, they noticed that there's way more sentiment for the female host who I think it was like uh, Vanessa Hudson's or some uh, famous actress, and then Ludacris was the other host. Based on real-time analytics, the sentiment was so much higher for her, they started altering the show, showing less of Luda, more of the, the female host. Wow. So, Luda is crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's a really cool story. And uh, hit Sergio up for more info on NetBase, What Up Silicon Valley, Eat Up. Uh, at Sergio Oliveira, right? On Twitter yes, and all the out eat up things. Thank you so much for being a guest. Thanks everyone tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week on another episode of Ad Hero. You've been listening to another episode of the Ad Hero podcast. If you like what you hear, please share with a friend, family member, or a weird coworker down the hallway. We're easy to reach if you want to get in touch with us on social media at handle ad assembly. That's A D. S-E-M-B-L-E. Also, you can join our Ad Hero community on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Ad Hero.